Welcome back, everybody, to Coffee Break, where we go over the week's most interesting news, podcasts, and resources. We have a couple of things to cover this week, so we're going to try to get you in and out in less than five minutes. Here are some of the stories that we're going to be covering today, um, as well as some awesome podcasts that I came across, some events coming up, and yeah, let's get into it. So our first story is about New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand and Australia are actually one of the areas of the world that I still want to visit. I heard the coffee culture there is really awesome. So when I came across this little article, um, I thought it was really intriguing and I wanted to learn a little more. A couple of facts that I kind of pulled from this article are New Zealand has more roasters per capita than anywhere in the world. That's kind of a trip. New Zealanders have a huge push uh, and drive to want to support local business, which is really cool. You find a lot of mom and pops, but not so many large chains. All in all, the article gets me pretty excited about the possibility of being able to travel to New Zealand once everything opens back up again. I think it'd be a really awesome experience. So the next story I came across was actually linked to the end of the last story, and that's how to introduce customers to third wave coffee. That's something that I have personally had to learn, is how to introduce people to the third wave experience. And a lot of it's just taking the time, being patient, and kind of guiding people through. Uh, A couple of the main points that I pull from this are being able to manage expectations. Now, you do that in a couple different ways. You really want to try to guide the guest into something that they love. And a lot of that really has to do with flavor, right? People tend to not only gravitate to that, but they also appreciate you taking the time to kind of guide them versus telling them, we don't make that here. That's not what we do kind of thing, you know? Uh, It kind of turns people off. You want to make sure that the space that you create, the environment that you create is really welcoming. That's a huge part. You know, customer service is a huge thing. Hospitality is a huge thing. But I know a lot of people, even myself in the very beginning, I was kind of snobby about it. Like if you don't like what I like, then you're wrong and you don't know what you're talking about. Um, But everybody's different. You know, a lot of the coffee industry with especially coffee, especially we, we are the minority. And that's kind of a trip to think, you know, the bulk of the people out there, they drink the Starbucks, they drink the Pete's, which isn't a bad thing. You got to kind of start somewhere, but the hope and the goal is that you can guide them by the hand to a better experience. Another thing, I kind of touched on it before, but I'll kind of reiterate it again, and that's language. Language is a huge thing. We need to be really conscientious of uh, what we're saying and kind of how we're saying it. Uh, We don't really want to turn people off. Overall, really good article. Uh, It goes into more detail. If you have time, check it out. I'll put the link to the article in the show notes. So the next story talks about a Yemen coffee auction that results in $63 per pound on average. I believe the highest paid per pound was about $207 and the total auction made about $385,000 selling about 6,100 pounds of green coffee. Anytime I hear stories about Yemen, it reminds me of this guy named Mokhtar. I'm not sure if you ever heard of him, but he is the founder of Port of Mocha. Really awesome company. I found out about this guy when I learned how to roast coffee at Boot Coffee up here in the North Bay of the San Francisco Bay Area. He was one of the guest speakers there. Uh, Really crazy story. I'm not sure if you ever heard his story, but he was talking about how he was trying to help a lot of the local people start to grow coffee in Yemen. And long story short, I just remember him talking about how he would have to carry an AK-47 in the coffee lab. Uh, because it was that dangerous there and that they would have to sneak out green coffee in the middle of the night to the port and get it out of the country without anybody knowing. It's kind of crazy. 
but it's really awesome to see and hear that coffee culture there is growing and that they're able to produce some really delicious what it seems like coffee and the last big story we have is Oatly announced their winners of their big grant program the projects range from creating stronger, hyper-local food systems that support neighborhoods and farmers, um, all the way to building out a program to help eliminate single-use cups, which is huge. Everybody should be doing their part. You know what I'm saying? Now, these grants range from $500 all the way to $100,000. So I'm really curious to see, after they start building out these programs, how they start to positively affect their local communities and the community nationwide. And my first podcast pick for the week is Freshly Brewed. They had a really cool guest on from Ozma. Ozma is a device that basically uses acoustics and kind of a vacuum pressure to extract coffee from room temp, cold water, really any temp water. I'm really curious to see how this product develops over the next couple years. And my next podcast pick is a Daily Coffee Pro with Lisa Farr. They produce content pretty much every day, small little bites, and sometimes they have special guests come on. In this particular podcast, she asks, how far does your network stretch? A couple of the main points I got from this podcast are people in general, and this is something that I know as well too, people only communicate and talk to people that are in their surrounding in the coffee supply chains. So if you're like a barista, you really only maybe talk to customers or you really only talk to the roaster. You kind of don't really go past that. And what that does, accordingly, it essentially weakens the overall coffee supply chain. The more information that we can share, the more people are in the know, the better and stronger we'll be as a whole. I remember one of the biggest aha moments for me when I was actually able to fly to Brazil and visit a coffee farm and live on the farm for about a week. You learn what it actually takes to produce a coffee from the farm from the very beginning. It's a lot of work. Going there really made me appreciate coffee and all the people that have a hand in it. And as Lee said, really opens your eyes to the challenges that people have and hopefully positions you to take part to helping solve and address these challenges to help make people's lives better. And my last podcast pick is from Adventures in Coffee. The subject matter is essentially milk fundamentals and kind of what goes on and what you have to do to create really beautiful microfoam. They had two special guests. The first is from Morgan Drinks Coffee. She has an Instagram. I'll link that in the show description. As well as Heidi Phillips-Smith from the London School of Coffee. They go over ideal equipment, small wares. One helpful note that she covers that I also learned a long time ago is that you can use one little drop of soap in water in your milk pitcher and it will steam just like regular milk. Good if you're looking to practice on a budget. Really just reduce overall waste. She also covers things to avoid as well as some sensory cues to look out for to know if you're producing some really solid milk or if you're starting to redline like that, that pig squeal sometimes that you hear when it gets too crazy and you didn't stretch your milk enough, you know. Overall, really solid podcast for those beginners who are looking to dive in with some really legit latte art. Some events that are coming up are the 2021 elections. This is the Coffee Roasters Guild, the Coffee Briefs Guild, the Coffee Technicians Guild. There are a lot of leadership positions opening up, so if you are part of those guilds or want to be a part of those guilds, I will add links in the show notes. The nominations close October the 4th. The next event that happened was the UK Latte Art Championships. The winner this year is Alessandro Zengiaro. And if you go to his Instagram page, you can see the designs that he created and he won with. His first design was his free pour rider. Second design was a free pour Kobe Bryant. That's a trip. The last design was Superman. That's pretty cool. And the next event coming up is the 2021 U.S. National Aeropress Championships on September the 18th, a couple days away. The next event coming up is the Brazil International Coffee, November 10th to the 12th. 
Cool. That's all I have for this week. So if you have any recommendations or suggestions, please drop them in the comments section. Otherwise, if you like the content, please hit the like button. Select the subscribe button to get notified on the latest drop as soon as it hits. Hope you have a good one. Till next time.